Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Homo Sapiens, part two of my lovely chat with Arthur Parkinson, the gardener extraordinaire. It is a beautiful episode about nature, love, mental health. If you haven't heard part one, go listen to that first. That's the way it goes around here. It's on the feed. It's all very simple. It's all simply laid out for you. Uh, Here's part two. Tell me a little bit about chickens as well, Mm. because that's your other big passion is that right yeah when did you first get into chickens i always i just had a natural curiosity about them mm-hmm. i don't know if it's because when you're three years old you're at a similar height to a chicken <laughs> yeah. um but my mum used to take us to nursery and she used to go to the back ray for allotments mm-hmm. um and i just remember seeing these these animals through the hedge and mm-hmm. Because they're very, I think with small people, chickens are very confident. Whereas as we get taller, they, you know, obviously we're taller than chickens, so they're shyer. Um, oh, but with toddlers, um, a lot of farm animals, I think, are particularly confident. Really? Um, I just remember being inquisitive about them and I just love, I love them. They're just so, you know, they're on two legs. And I like, as an adult, they're my ideal animal because... You know, you feed them, you make sure they're clean, and then they, they're there when you want them, but for the rest of the time, they're just very happy in their own little existence. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, the, the constant attention that a dog demands, I kind of, mm. I, I'm not as crazy for that. Yes. Um, yeah. And you talk a lot about, um, trying to, uh, treat chickens well, and, mm. you know, um, if somebody wanted to keep chickens, getting them from, a, a place where they are being rescued from battery hen situations. Yeah, the British Hen Welfare Trust. That's it. Yeah. yeah, they do really lovely work um, rescuing hens from battery cages or commercial farms. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lovely way to start out poultry keeping because you're, you know, you're rehoming an animal that would otherwise just be turned into soup at seventy-two weeks. Um, wow. So they'll still lay eggs once they've recovered, and they're very easygoing um, and happy and grateful to be just you know, in a modest hen coop in a garden. So if someone someone wanted to keep chickens, what's the minimum space required and setup required, would you say? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, the fact is chickens in a battery cage are, give, are still given pretty much an A4 sheet of paper to live in. Wow. Um, so chickens don't need a huge amount of space if they're that particular hybrid breed, which are just small chickens, which are just, mm-hmm. you know they don't need that much stimulation whereas a lot of the rarer breeds which are more beautiful mm-hmm. and lay colored eggs they do need more space so ideally 10 square foot foot per bird is mm-hmm. a good a good rule mm-hmm. and if you can keep them in a way that either allows the whole unit 
the hen house with the attached one to be moved every couple of weeks on wheels. Huh. So you've got an orchard or lucky enough to have a large garden. Yeah. You can move the entire hen house and run so the bird's always getting a bit of fresh grass. Uh, um, cool. Or keep them somewhere permanent, but keep them on, you know, lots of leaf litter and wood chippings mm-hmm. um, and let them out when you're at home so they can get the grass because it's the grass that makes a tasty egg. Oh, right. Um, that's what makes the colour as well. I'm sort of asking for myself here now, but are you allowed to let them out during the day or do foxes come during the day? Good question. In London, I think you pretty much have to keep your chickens, you know, in prison mm-hmm. because of foxes, right. uh, which come in the daytime. In the country, I mean, if, if our garden's too small to have chickens here, but if I, if I was to have chickens in a larger garden, I would probably invest in a perimeter fence mm-hmm. all the way around the garden, mm-hmm. which would have to be, you know, like a tennis court fence, really, Whoa. to really keep them out. I mean, foxes, once the problem is, once a fox knows you've got chickens, it will keep coming back to visit. Um, but there are, you know, there are lovely aviary designs of hen houses now, which are fully enclosed, mm. which are probably the best way of keeping chickens. Cause if there's a bird flu outbreak, you've got to have your hens undercover anyway by law yes. now. Yeah. To keep them safe from bird flu. Mm. Um, so the, the covered aviary roof hen houses are secure against foxes and, right. and wild birds. One of the things you've said is that it's really good for your mental health looking after chickens. Mm. What, what What is it that's appealing? Well, I, I wish I wish they were like Prozac. They're not really. I mean, I do have very dark days still, but it is good to have, I think, a lot of people, and I include myself in this, who suffer with depression mm. all through the year rather than seasonally. If you've got that thing that makes you get out of the house, mm-hmm. it's a help. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, if you see a, the face of a dog or the face of a chicken or even a goldfish, there's a voice in my head that goes, well, no one's going to look after you, so we've got to plod on. Mm-hmm. And the next day you feel better anyway, thank God. Yes. Um, you know, depression has ran, always run through my dad's side of the family. I've got an aunt who, who's been very badly depressed for four years and she's got a dog called Coco. And I know without that dog, she probably wouldn't have lasted. So it is, I think it's just about nurturing. I think that's the best recipe. Mm-hmm to try and treat depression, mm. nurture someone else or something else if you can't nurture yourself. And actually, mm. I find that I'm nurtured by nurturing something else. Mm. You know. Is there something in consistency as well? Yeah, routine, definitely, yeah. Because I wonder, like, I've never had depression, so I can't, mm. you know, I don't want to, I'm not qualified to speak about it, if you know what I mean. But I, with lots of mates who've had it and all of that, I, it's like, maybe there's something in the reason the chickens peel for example is like when you don't know when it's going to hit you and it's all going to fall off a cliff you do have one thing that's a thread through yeah definitely that is and something that's not going to ever answer back is helpful <laughs> something yeah. that's not going to try and you know analyze what you're looking like or how mm-hmm. you're feeling and you know i just on a shit day when my head's feeling shit, I can open my hen house and I'll just see all the chicken shit and I think, right, let's make it clean mm-hmm. and make it so the girls look absolutely gorgeous like they're in a waitress advert. Yeah. And then, you <laughs> you know, you're collecting the most gorgeous eggs that are clean and, yeah, that's what I know I will do through my whole life. Mm. And I think as long as I've got that, I'll be okay. Do you also feel that you maybe that people 
ask more questions of your depression than chickens do as well. Um, yeah, there's no depression in chickens. It, with yeah. chickens, you're either a healthy chicken or you're dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once the yeah. chicken starts to look depressed, you, you either have to get it to a vet or she will not be with you for much longer. Yeah. They're very good at hiding illnesses. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> like people. They look sometimes. very gaunt all of a sudden and, and, you, and that's when you're in trouble with chickens. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but do you find like, it's hard to describe depression to people and that's a constant thing that's annoying. Um, I don't find it hard to describe it. I think I find it hard to stop people telling me what I need to do to treat it. Because uh, interesting. I think the problem with my depression is because it's, it's, it's went untreated for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I started to just, you know... I kind of go up and then I go down mm-hmm. and then I have bits of fallow periods in mm-hmm. between, which is not very good for work-life balance mm. or having a healthy relationship. I mean, James, we got together in lockdown and he's actually been incredible with my depression, but um, I think being depressed, it is much easier to be solitary mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just have chickens or whatever it is mm. that can't talk to you <laughs> mm. because then you're not having to confront it as much. Right. Um, I think that's the that's the Achilles heel of it, having to confront it and yeah. actually go off track and and go. Okay, you you're now being told that the way you're living is not normal or what someone else would deem to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so that that's that's challenging. So by being in a relationship, it means that you're not. If I'm understanding, like you're not only pumping the brakes on your life, you're pumping the brakes on someone else's and sometimes you mm. just rather not have to do that. Yeah, it's a huge, huge embarrassment, definitely. Mm. It's really interesting how friends of mine who have depression, like that word embarrassed comes up so much mm. and I'm always trying to sort of let them know that there is just no place for it in terms of my relationship with them, but that doesn't mean everyone gets it, you know, yeah. the same. But I do, I do believe in in you know sometimes you do need a kick and my dad was very good actually at at not letting me ever wallow in it while I was little really yeah he wasn't my dad was never horrible but he was very much look there's people in Ethiopia who die and get on with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that that was the childhood script and I think I think that is helpful Mm. rather than you know I think I would be a lot worse now if I'd have had a parent who maybe in today's age would have said oh my god there's a problem here you've got to go into therapy right away Mm -hmm. and let's analyze it again and again and again and I I do think keeping busy is is the secret keeping busy and and indulging in in beauty Mm -hmm. whether it's flowers or fabric or dresses or chickens or birds or going on holiday if you can afford it whatever Mm. stimulates the little bit of your brain that thrives on beauty I think that's the key rather than you know, I've experienced the private doctor route the past couple of months and that hasn't worked at all. Right, What's really. worked is having the garden behind me full of colour. That's what stimulates me to go, yeah, you're feeling like crap, but let's look at the seed catalogue and what we're going to grow or sow today that's going to look gorgeous in six weeks. Wow. Well, because everyone has to find their own thing that works for them, isn't mm. it? Like someone yeah, said this, totally. Someone said this thing yesterday of like, no one's ever solved your problems because no. your problems are unique, so just own it and do it your way. Mm. Forget about what other people do. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I've never actually heard anyone say quite 
that statement before but it's so true mm. and yeah it really is but when did it start for you because you're saying it was it as a kid yeah i remember i always remember being sad and i was one of those children that you know my dad used to say come on give us a smile mm-hmm. he never used to say to my brother give us a smile <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny i i did like a modeling gig god knows how a few weeks ago mm. and they picked me this company through my instagram and you'll notice that i very very rarely if ever post a photo of myself smiling it's always Kira knightley pow <laughs> love it and it got to like half one and this guy said fucking smile and oh. i was like i never smile i'm sorry it's not through being a diva or trying to be victoria beckham i'm just not a smiley person yeah i laugh i love laughing yeah so yeah it, i kind of but i don't I wasn't as an upset child. I just, I knew what I liked from a very early age. Mm. And I think, I think that was the problem. I, I, that's all I wanted to do. Keep chickens or be in the garden with my nan. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. But was it your dad's side? He had depression as well. My dad never had depression. My father's, my granddad, granddad Cyril had very bad bipolar disorder. Right. Uh, and also shell shock because he came back from servicing, oh, serving God. in the second world war. Yeah. So I remember my nan telling me stories about him getting back and the doctors demanding he had electric shock treatment. But on the flip side, he was completely eccentric and a businessman. So he had an Easter egg factory, had off licenses. Mm. He used to drive the car in um, in spitting image masks <laughs> through the town. Really? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and he bought my auntie Rachel, you know, a Shetland pony. You know, right. the Irish man knock on the door saying, I've got a pony for your missus. And this black Shetland pony just left really? that my granddad had bought for Rachel. And do you think in hindsight that that was a symptom of, because obviously there's big lows, but there's also big highs. Yeah. In depression. Yeah, mass- yeah, but yeah, exactly. There's no, it's either pouring with rain mm-hmm. and lightning or it's, it's full on Barcelona sun. <laughs> and what's a Barcelona sun like with you? Um, very busy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do several things and I'm just, I'm just busy. I'm not sat on the sofa crumpled or, you know, looking at my, I think bloody iPhone land is the curse of humanity. Really? I, I mean, I wish it's been very good Instagram. It is like, it's like my website. It's everything, you know, I'd be nothing without it really, mm-hmm. but it is a curse really yeah i think it's awful when you wake up and you find both of you on your phone yes it's like what the fuck's happening yeah 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 you know turn it i mean bizarrely i remember losing my phone and i think james was like it's been three weeks you need a new phone right i don't want one ah interesting (laughs) i really don't want but then like when i've taken a good photo i'm like get it up on instagram i want i want it on instagram i want to show the world what i've done of a chicken on a carpet or a you know a bee on my favorite new dahlia so it's mm. it's wonderful because it's sharing mm. a passion and i i think it's wonderful to share what you feel and what you support you know whether it's political environmental mm. but i wish i wish there was a way of it vanishing for like 8 hours a day i think i'd get a lot more done Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So you get sucked into the the traditional what we all do scrolling yeah thing. right scrolling so, so. and searching things and and just i don't know when when you're having a crap day it's just like it's just there isn't it it's like mm. like the horrible old cereal that you don't want to eat <laughs> yeah. that's gone cold shredded wheat yeah yeah, well, yeah. quite like shredded wheat <laughs> but but does it help in some ways to be able to scroll when you're having a shit day because when you're having a shit day you're having yeah, a shit day yeah yeah it does um i just it's just the time it's just like and right. then you get that analysis don't you you've spent eight hours it's like what yeah 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 <laughs> what have i done that for but so i think leaving the phone at home is a good thing especially if you're mm. going to go for a walk or mm. the awful thing is though of course you want music often and of course then you have to take your phone and uh yeah <laughs> so there's no getting away from it it's, <laughs> if it's, you want to listen to a podcast you have to take your phone yeah it's ingrained <laughs> in every corner and it's funny because you you're an influencer in some respects aren't you you know you're brilliant at instagram and all that so it's mm. fascinating to hear you say that you have that and i do enjoy it, it if i'm in a good frame i love doing a story or mm. you know filming silly clips of Anne robinson like this morning doing countdown and yes. tomorrow it might be french and so on just i do love the laughter side of it yeah I'm, you know i think i'm not an account that's just about gardening or chickens i'd find that very boring ah interesting okay yeah and then when you're talking about your mental health where are you at today like mm. how in this moment today i'm fine yeah um i'm quite stressed because i've i've handed in a book which i've written this winter through being very depressed and what's happened is the deadline has come and the book as a result sounds to me very depressive and mm-hmm. isn't as good as I want it to be. So I'm quite manic at trying to treat that and um, liaising with my editor and I'm hoping it'll get on the right track, <laughs> um, which yeah. I'm sure it will. So yeah, I'm okay today. And when you're having your more up times, mm. you know, you said that you're busy. You know, are you the person who drops off a Shetland pony type thing? Do you do? No, of- I, I do think that is a symptom of of being very manic. You know, yeah. uh, that is what having bipolar is, and I'm I'm very great, lucky that I've not got bipolar. Okay, I think bipolar is another ball game of of actually needing at times to be you know taken in hand. Mm. Because no, I I know that I can't fill the garden with you know fifty flamingos. I could do. <laughs> I know I know where to get them from. <laughs> Uh, but I won't do that, <laughs> even a, if I'd like to. <laughs> it's a public health thing. We won't share where people can get them from in case no. someone does a crazy order. Um, but, um, but is, uh, you know, you, you were talking about medication and, uh, mm. you know, I want to caveat that everybody must work out their own version and it's not to say yes or no to medication because I'm not a doctor, um, nor no. is Dr. Arthur Parkinson. No, neither am I, no. But, but you, it's not worked. It's not. You haven't no. found it great for you. If, if anything, it, it knocked me completely 
off the perch that I developed for myself. Right. I, I, I'm a very good, I like, um, strong, funny personalities, particularly of women. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why if you follow me, you'll notice there's a theme of, you know, Gina Lumley, Anne Robinson. Mm. Uh, and quite often to get through life situations in my head, that's who I am. I'm not right. necessarily Arthur. Wow, 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 wow. Um, so whenever I used to, you know, like when when I left school and I had to do interviews for like John John Lewis Christmas Temp. Yeah. In my head, I was John Alumni, you know, very calm and and sedate and and you know silky. That's interesting. In the interview, I love that. Um, so yeah, what happened when I went on the pills was a they made me incredibly tired, uh-huh. and I'm already someone who happily sleeps for 12 hours if not more wow so i was suddenly not able to get up at eight o'clock i was getting up at half 12 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i thought okay this will last for you know four weeks keep going keep going and i was getting more and more tired Mm. so the frustration of being a busy person wanting to get up early in the morning and and not being able to do that through feeling tired was torture Mm. um and i just felt a numbness Mm. that i hadn't experienced before Mm. this this numbing i mean i wasn't as visually depressed but i was very numb to a lot of things when you say visually what do you mean well i kind of if i'm depressed you can just tell i'm very moody if i'm having to work and being depressed but if i'm at home being depressed i just like sulk into a corner right um and you know i get very quiet and head down i'm Mm. quite yeah awful (laughs) (laughs) i look like a chicken that needs to be necked basically (laughs) Necked, I'm mm. assuming means yeah, necked. Not, not. It's nothing sexual. Um, <laughs> it's quite a, a final act of execution. Right. Okay. <laughs> but um, but you know that's uh, well, a lot of people have said that medication can be a sledgehammer to crack a nut type thing. Mm. It's doing very heavy stuff to you that isn't nuanced and yeah, um, that's tricky, right? Mm. So you're not doing any of that anymore? No, I'd, I've had to come off it mainly because I had to write a book and I was just finding that nothing was coming out. Mm, the, mm. the juice, the bit of juice that was in my brain, even on a bad day, had evaporated and I was just left with this wow. empty pool. It's, it's really interesting you say about becoming another person mm. uh, in, in in order to get yourself through those situations sometimes or to get yourself... Just confident. I yeah. mean, you know, just... Any com- quite often just going into the post office I find myself having to become a, another person mm. <laughs> just to just to you know I'm I, I I am not really social yeah I have to pump myself up to be social yeah it's fine because I I think there's a you know it's not to make everything about it because you're gay type thing but mm. you know I think this is a, a, a podcast which looks at the world from that perspective and I think like occupying like a female alter ego in order to explore other parts of yourself, I think is quite common for gay yeah. men, you know, and like mm. me and my sister used to play this game, those two ladies. And we would just pretend to be two women who were like sort of, I don't know, like middle aged mumsy people who gossiped. That was basically what we did. But I know that for me, it was a refuge to be that feminine version of myself, mm. which I was completely keeping in. And, uh, it's you know we do t- find refuge in in female alter egos I think yeah but I'd, I've never been really someone who wanted to dress as a woman or it, it kind of stops at the me- for me it's it stops at the mental yeah element and I'm very good at like picturing myself as 
Cecilia Imri or yeah. someone very strong like a yeah. calendar girls scene uh but it kind of stops there it, it was strange I had to do um drag for for new year and I didn't feel at all that as comfortable as I thought I would do yeah doing that that kind of thing well, bizarrely but that's because I think it's really interesting basically just because you have a feminine side mm there there sh- there is no reason that you would want to put on women's clothes it but, but there is this absolute innate belief in men and the patriarchy let's say that men can't be feminine you know mm. can't have a feminine side and and if you did have a feminine side that means you want to put on women's clothes yeah. it's like doesn't make me a woman no. it just means that we're all a mix yeah. and like the other day I was at this thing with lots of straight men and they, this guy made this remark, and he meant to be nice, and he is a nice person, but he said, he's talking about being gay, and then someone being gay, and then he said, oh, because, you know, they've always had a, f- they've always been in touch with their feminine side. And I kind of wanted to go, being gay doesn't mean you're in touch with your feminine side. Being gay means mm. you're gay. Yeah. And the two separate things. The two entirely. Se- separate things, but people think, oh, he's gay, he's a bit like a woman, dot, dot, dot. No, no, not true. Yeah. You know, but we will continue to equate if boys express a femininity with gayness, and therefore boys won't want to do that, so they will hide it. You know, mm. and obviously there's different versions for every. Uh, part I mean, of it, it's but, funny, like the cut flower movement on Instagram has been led really by by my gen, you know, young guys like me. Mm. You know, there's McCorm- Charlie McCormack, and yes, and um, but I get annoyed when very quickly straight people are very quick to say oh yeah the gay flower boys it's like it's nothing to do with being gay actually interesting it's just just being an artist with with flowers Mm, you know mm. pissed off it's nothing to do with with my sexuality or what i'm doing in the bedroom it's simply that you know i mean traditionally men didn't cook did they yeah but gordon ramsay you know jamie oliver yeah they're all cooks now home cook you know what you would call a home cook um no, it's really interesting the the stereotype of oh lovely flowers in the garden and isn't it all rosy and well, yeah. well also like if men do you know so that's why I always think is hysterical is a landline love a landline do you want to get it no we'll let it ring I never answer <laughs> I don't even I don't even know the number <laughs> that's why we got rid of ours because it's always it's either like one of our mums mm. or <laughs> or um yeah someone going would you like some flooring you're like no i don't want some flooring. that must have been flooring that's <laughs> we've got plenty here um but what i think is so funny with the cook thing which you haven't done with the flowers so maybe that's why you get called the gay flower boys mm. is if so men don't cook but men do cook if they turn it into a really toxic military environment yeah <laughs> and then they can cook you mm. know what i mean and they become rock stars and yeah you're, like, you're literally doing shit that women were doing for hundreds of millions of years and then when you come into it, it's like you're swearing at people in the kitchen. It's all yeah. like an army. You're, you walk around like a rock star. You're praised like a god. That's the only way that masculinity it seems to be able to to do a version mm. of something. And I think, you know, you, it's because you're not doing flowers like that that they think it's a bit gay, you know? Mm. I think there's a, there's a correlation there somewhere. Yeah, I think that's right. So tell me what's next for you. The book is about chickens, of course, right? Book Can- about chickens, which mm-hmm. is called Chicken Boy. Um, Love it which is illustrated in photos of chickens as well. But it's kind of not... I'm hoping it will turn out to be memoir as well as a guide to keeping chickens nicely. So there's a lot about childhood and 
our feelings towards farm animals as a society, mm-hmm. why we feel that, you know, pigs, chickens, cows can be kept in their own, uh, you know, droppings, whereas dogs are treated like royalty, you know, it's, mm. I'm hoping it will be a lot deeper than just keeping chickens. Yeah. Um, and have you done the illustrations as yeah. well? Your illustrations are beautiful. Yeah. That was a good thing out of the second lockdown. I started to draw again after not drawing for years. Wow. So. Your drawings are amazing. Thank you. God, that's, I didn't realise it was a brand new thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, I look forward to reading the book thank and thank you. you very much for giving us your time today. It's been wonderful thank to you. chat. And wonderful to learn so much. Thank you. Pleasure. Come back in the summer when the daily is all I'll definitely do that. Part two complete. Get in touch. Stay connected on Instagram at Homo Sapiens. On Facebook at Homo Sapiens Podcast. Email your comments, your questions, your agony uncles. Agony uncles, do that. Hello at Homo Sapiens Podcast.com. I loved that chat with Arthur. I just think he's an amazing, amazing person. Love you loads, listeners, and until next week, ta-ra! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Powered by Spirit Studios.